Blog Talk Radio. Top of the line, I'm rep 
representing my mans on the block. The chopper working move, grams on the block. White cedar, city cat cot. 40 on the waist, 22 on the side. Who would have thought shorty go up to sell rock and finally be the man on his own? The information station that's waking up the nation. High frequency radio network. Sync up.
y'all to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. As always, and of course, I am your host, So L. It is my pleasure to welcome you to another great episode of The Foundation, where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we're looking to correctly apply that correct information. And as always, we're going to start off by saying all thanks, honors, and praises due to the Creator and the ancestors. But without them, we would not be here. I want to say big up and peace and salute to my big brother, Yusuf L. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this dude, he the uncle of the conscious community. Been putting in work since. Been putting in work. I mean, man, one of the hardest, one of the hardest working brothers I know. One of the hardest people that I know. Let's just put it like that. HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com. Also, PrivateSideSolutions.com. SPC University. You name it. That brother got it popping. So you know, big up to the big brother Yusuf I also want to say. Y'all can check out welcome to the foundation.com. You can sign up for the email list right there and check out the PDF section. You can find all of the social media pages, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can make a donation. You can also book a consultation all from the same spot. And that's welcome to the foundation.com. Moving forward, I want to say peace to all the trustees, those in trustee training. I want to say also is peace to all those investing in their private education. I also want to say peace to anyone I've done business with in the private. All those who have sent an email, well wishes, current event, uh, thank yous, you know, encouragement. I want to say peace to y'all. I really appreciate that. And anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation, definitely want to say peace to you. You know? And, uh, yeah, let's get let's get moving towards this show. Like, let's start off with these current events. I got a man. Look, look at these current events, man. This stuff is crazy. It's getting crazy out here, y'all. Let's start off with. Uh, let's start off with uh, CNBC. Now this was published uh, last week, a couple days after we did the show last week, and man, didn't stuff go crazy? So. And then we're going to catch up. So as many of you know, stocks fell dramatically. Stocks fall after um, Trump attacked China, dampening the hopes of a trade deal. This is CNBC. Stocks fell last Tuesday after President Donald Trump renewed his attacks on China, decreasing hope the two largest world economies will reach a trade deal. Investors also braced for a key announcement in the United States monetary policy. This was last week, so we know what happened. Um, Fed dropped the, the basis points. Trump said in a series of tweets that China is not keeping its promise of buying more U.S. agricultural products. China is doing very badly, he wrote. First in 27, we're supposed to start buying our agricultural products now. No signs that they are doing so. That is also a problem with China, that they don't come through. Trump also Declared China a currency manipulator Saying they were manipulating their currency Shortly after that And shortly after that The renminbi or the Chinese yuan Went on to drop uh, 
a lot. They lost a lot of value. I mean, I guess, whatever. Also, China announced that they would not be buying any agriculture after, you know, Trump's little temper tantrums. So with that being said, and the Fed dropping interest rates, the Dow dropped intensely, over 700 points, as well as the NASDAQ dropped. Everything was down. Stocks fell sharply as a trade war between the world's largest economies intensified with China retaliating against President Donald Trump's latest move. So here we go. The NASDAQ fell, um, but the Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged 767.27 points to close at 25,717, which is very low. I haven't seen it that low in a long time. The Nasdaq fell for a sixth straight session, its longest losing streak since late 2016. The S&P 500 also posted a six-day losing streak. The Dow declined for a fifth straight day. The move continues. A sell-off that began last week when President Donald Trump ordered new tariffs on the rest of Chinese goods, and the Federal Reserve failed to signal it would be as aggressive as the market hoped in backstopping the economic slowdown, basically in lowering interest rates quickly and soon. Apple led the decline in stocks that have the most to lose from the new round of tariffs, losing 5.2%. FedEx drops 4%. Micron Technology, Skyworks Solutions, and Ambass Micro Devices fell at least 4.4%. Nike dropped 2.7%. Macy's and Best Buy pulled back 3.1% and 3.5%, respectively. We got we got a sell-off going here, and they're actually talking about it. Donald Trump tweeted, China dropped the price of the currency to an almost historic low. It's called currency manipulation. Are you listening, Federal Reserve? This is a major violation, which will greatly weaken China over time. This is what he said in the, tr- in the tweet. And, I mean, China just went crazy after that. Now we have a trade situation that's going off the rails. As the side effects multiply due to the ramping up of the use tariffs, and we are only further apart from any resolution with the Chinese. This is Peter Bukovar, chief investment officer at Bleakley Advisory Group. He goes on to continue to say the policy of using tariffs as a tool to address our legitimate beefs with the Chinese has failed miserably. China, which has historically controlled its currency, the yuan, allowed it to fall to its lowest level on Monday against the dollar in more than a decade. The onshore yuan broke Above seven per U.S. dollar and traded around 7.05. So seven yuan for one U.S. dollar. And that's when Trump started saying they were manipulated. China appears to have decided that given the increasingly dim prospects of a trade deal with the U.S., the boost in China's export sector from currency depreciation is worth attracting the ire of the Trump. This is Julian Evans Pritchard, senior China economist at Capital Economics fact that they have now stopped defending uh, the 7.00 against the dollar suggests that they have all but abandoned hopes for a trade deal with the U.S. Uh, One of my mentors told me over a year ago that there wasn't going to be a trade deal with China and that uh, I'm not a fear monger, but he is, and he's he's a heavy prepper. The brother, he's a prepper. And I trust him because he was in um, Navy intelligence. He was Army, Navy. He was in Army intelligence. That's what he was in. Um, and he said that there's going to be a war, man, like a, like a for real war, man. 
and I'm hoping that it's not going to be. But my man, my man, Trump announced last week the U.S. would impose 10% tariff on 300 billion worth of Chinese imports. The tariff will take effect on September 1st. Trump's announcement came after Chinese and U.S. officials discussed trade earlier last week as the two countries tried to restart talks. That tariff will target retail, along with other consumer goods from companies like Apple. The tech giant told U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer in a June letter that tariffs on this tranche of good tranche, tranche, I don't know, it looks like a French word, would hit all of Apple's major products, hindering the companies, companies contributing to the economy. The news pushed the S&P 500 to its worst weekly performance of the year. Investors rushed to traditional safe havens, check this out, like treasuries <laughs> and gold, which is gold stocks, uh, amid the uncertainty. The benchmark 10-year treasury yield fell to 1.74% and reached its lowest level since November 2016. Gold futures, at least they, they called it, at least they're calling it what it is. It's a futures contract, not actual gold. Gold futures for December delivery gained 1.3%. To settle at $1,476.50 per ounce. Crazy. The CBOE volatility index, widely considered to be the best fear gauge in the market, jumped 36% to above 23. Uh, I mean, it's not good news, is it? It's not. It really isn't. But if we if you're like us, you know, and I say us, you know, the foundation, all the listeners, everybody with the high frequency family, we understood this was going on, and we made specific moves to prepare for what you know for what just happened. Uh, what is this? This is today. Dow closes a little changed after rally back from 589 point drop in wild session. So we got the plunge protection team out here popping it off. The Dow Industrial Average recovered the bulk of nearly 600 point drop. Today, as a sharp decline in bond yield stabilized to temper worries over slowing economic growth. Mm, I don't care what they're talking about. When we started getting the headlines with China, institutions needed some time to make their moves and reposition. I think we've priced in all the headlines that have been coming out. This is Michael Cotts, partner at Seven Points Capital. He went on to say, if we get more headlines and back and forth between China and U.S., I think we head back lower. But right now, everything seems to be priced in. If we don't get any more headlines, I think that takes some pressure off the market. Still, concerns over global growth remained as gold traded at fresh multi-year highs, and trade fears lingered. Yields are collapsing, and gold is soaring. This is Peter. Peter, I'm sorry, Peter Cardillo, chief market economist at Spartan Capital Securities. That's raising concern about the impact of the trade war on the economy. We want to say investors need to be prudent and cautious here. CNBC, still on CNBC, 10-year yield drops under 1.6%. 30, I mean, 30-year yield nears record low as collapse in rates accelerate. This is today. Investors, again, rush for the safety of government bonds and dump stocks today, exacerbating the August exodus away from risk assets as traders around the world settled in for a U.S.-China trade war without an end in sight. The flight to safety sent the yield on the 10-year Treasury note used as a benchmark 
from mortgage rates and auto loans falling to a low of 1.59%, the lowest since autumn of 2016. The year on the 30-year Treasury bond bottomed at around 2.12%, near its all-time low reached in 2016. Yields parred some of their declines later in the session, but held steady near multi-year lows. Yo, I'm a, I got more, so I'm just going to, you know, that was CNBC. I can check that out. I'm going to stay on CNBC and tell you all that oil dives 4.7% on fears of a global slowdown. Oil prices tumbled more than 4% today to a seven-month low, extending recent heavy losses following a surprise build in U.S. crude stockpiles and fears that demand will shrink due to Washington's escalating trade war with Beijing. Brent crude futures were down 4.4% at 56.35 cents a barrel, setting a seven-month low. Prices have lost more than 20% since their peak in 2019 of April. U.S. West Texas Intermediate Crude Futures, or WTI, settled down 4.7% at $51.09 a barrel. Oil fell early on worries about the trade war. Then extended losses after U.S. government data showed a build of 2.4 million barrels in U.S. stockpiles instead of a 2.8 million draw analysts had expected. U.S. crude oil inventories are about 2% above the five-year average for the first time in years. Let's move on to Reuters. I like it. Cost to U.S. consumers, businesses of Trump's China tariffs surged in June. This is according to uh, Trade Group. This is out of Washington. This is Reuters. A whopping 74% increase in tariffs. I'm sorry, tariffs. <laughs> Since last year, added $6 billion in extra costs. Forget this, and they're telling the truth, too. U.S. consumers and businesses. That's who's taking the brunt of this trade war. If y'all ain't feeling it yet, you're going to start feeling it in a minute. A pro-trade group said on Wednesday as it warned additional tariffs threatened by President, uh, President Donald Trump would further hit demand and hurt jobs. And I want to point out that this is a pro-trade group. So obviously they're for trade. So they could be kind of hyping up the numbers. I probably doubt it. The U.S.-China trade war was intensified this week after Washington branded Beijing a currency manipulator and said it would impose 10% tariffs on the remaining $300 billion in Chinese imports starting on September 1st. Trump on Twitter repeated his tough stance with regards to China, saying his actions would ultimately benefit the American economy. The trade group called Tariffs Hurt the Heartland, which includes the Americans for Free Trade Coalition and Farmers for Free Trade, disagreed with Trump's position. It said the 74% rise from the same period a year ago was one of the highest monthly jumps on record. We are at a very dangerous pivot point with the tariff strategy. David French, Senior Vice President of Government Relations at the National Retail Federation, a coalition member, said in a conference call with business leaders today. The Trade Coalition said American taxpayers have paid over $27 billion in extra import tariffs from the beginning of the trade war in 2018 through June of this year based on data collected from the U.S. Census Bureau and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Joanne Stores, an Ohio-based arts and craft retailer, they also go like Joanne Fabrics, so on and so forth, hit by tariffs introduced in September 2018, said it has already been forced to raise prices and has seen that decrease the demand. 
It's an enormous financial burden, said Joanne Chief Executive Officer Wade McQuillan, who previously served as Chief Financial Officer of Walgreens. These tariffs will cut into our profit margins and force us to take very tough decisions, including job eliminations and further store closings. Florida-based toy maker Basic Fun expressed worry about lower demand in months leading up to Christmas. All the volatility that this talk of tariffs and everything else is making the consumer spend less, Jay Foreman said, who is the company's chief executive. He went on to say, we are seeing and hearing that the consumer is not coming out as strongly already. Other business leaders on the call said tariffs will increasingly threaten U.S. jobs by not only injecting demand volatility, but also through upending supply chains. As prices go up and demand decreases, it is a fact. American jobs will be lost. This is Lance Ruttingberg, chief, chief executive of American Textile Company. In addition to the tariffs introduced last year and early this year, the Trump administration's latest list of tariffs cover virtually every consumer import from China. TD's yield curve model shows 55% chance of a U.S. recession. This is on Reuters. They're, they're, they're calling it. It's more than a 50-50 chance that there's going to be a United States recession. And this is in mainstream news. And, I mean, this is, isn't on the front page, but I found it. And this is from today. The longest ever U.S. economic expansion is at risk with a 55% chance it may slip into a recession within 12 months due to trade tensions, let's call that trade war, and softening global growth, TD Securities analysts said today, based on their model of the U.S. yield curve. TD Securities said its recession model is based on the spread between three-month Treasury bill rates and 10-year note yields, which people will talk about. If you ever heard someone say the yield curve has inverted, this is what they're talking about. The premium on the three-month Treasury bill rates U.S. 3M MT equals RR over 10-year Treasury note yields. U.S. 10 YT equals RR reached nearly 40 basis points on Wednesday, its highest level since March 2007, according to Refinitiv data. Typically, three-month bill rates are lower than 10-year yields. The two maturities first inverted in March before normalizing. They inverted again in May and have stayed that way since. So, they're still inverted. An inversion of a three-month rate and 10-year yields has preceded every recession in the past 50 years. I'm reading this off of Reuters. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this off of Reuters, man. Mainstream. AF. The inversion seemed to accelerate after May due to greater fears about global growth and trade policy uncertainty, TD analysts wrote in a research note. Due to these risks, the economy they expect, I'm sorry, due to these risks to the economy, they expect the Federal Reserve will lower rates by a quarter point at its next two policy meetings in September and in October. They forecast it would reduce borrowing costs by another 75 basis points in 2020. Last week, they cut it, the rates for the first time since 2008 First time in over 10 years Man this is a public look uh, Reuters Because I want to get to the show you know. Falling yields rock U.S. mortgage bond market But what, what, what was the cause Of the 
They woke, okay, I'm sorry. What was the alleged cause of the recession in 2008-2009? Those bad mortgage loans, toxic mortgage, what were they calling it? I don't remember what they were calling it. But the toxic mortgage that they were bundling these loans with other bad loans and they were selling them as good. Look, man, the massive U.S. bond market rally has not been a boon for all types of fixed income equities. Some $8.4 trillion in mortgage-backed securities guaranteed by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Jenny Mae have been rocked by the swift decline in bond yields on worries that a wave of mortgage refinancing would erode the value of these bonds. In the first four trading days in August, MBS, mortgage-backed securities, have only managed 0.46% in total return, while in the U.S. investment-grade bonds have already delivered 1.27% in gains, according to indexes compiled by Bloomberg and Barclays. This is not a good look for mortgages, said Walt Schmidt, Senior Vice President and Manager of the Mortgage Strategies Group at FTN Financial. While they offer higher yields than treasuries, mortgage-backed securities are negatively convexed, which means their prices fall when bond yields fall or rise quickly. Treasury, Treasury yields have tumbled since last week in the wake of the escalation in trade tensions between China and the United States. They keep saying tensions. Like Reuters is saying tensions, trade tensions. CNBC is like trade war. We're going to pop it off. Just, I don't know which news. You know, some people are like, oh, CNN is like a, a, a Democratic, heavily, or maybe heavily Republican, and CNBC is, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't know. But obviously, you know, maybe, I don't know. Don't get me talking about it. Um, last Thursday, U.S. President Donald Trump, okay, 10% tariff, we talked about this, Treasury yields have tumbled since last week, um, trade wars, that's what I was talking about, in China and the United States, U.S. benchmark 10-year Treasury note yields have fallen 0.3% in just a week, anxiety about a flood of refinancing was stoked by data released by the Mortgage Bankers Association on Wednesday, that showed loan applications for home refinancing hitting their highest level since November 2006, as some 30-year home borrowing costs fell to their lowest levels at the same time. We fully expect that refinancing volume will jump even higher this week, given the further drop in rates. Mike Fratanoni, Fratanoni, wow, NBA's chief economist said, more refinancing reduces the values of mortgage-backed securities because their holders are paid back earlier than they had expected and would have to reinvest their money at lower yields. Data released today showed mortgage-backed securities prepayments sped up in July from a pickup in refinancing due to falling mortgage rates, analysts said. The deep decline in Treasury yields has led to some buying of Treasury securities, an increase in receiving in the interest rate swaps on Wednesday by mortgage servicers and investors in a bid to offset the expected, expected drop in income on their mortgage-backed securities. Analysts said, blah, 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 uh-oh, mortgage-backed securities. Blah, 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 uh-oh, let's buy treasury notes. I don't get it. I'm not doing it. Check this out. Reuters, silver lining to the United States market sell-off. Fundamentals. Still seem to matter. <laughs> U.S. companies, well, here's the silver lining to the stock market sell-off. I mean, it was a heavy correction. That's what I'm going to say it was. 
U.S. companies posting strong earnings are still winning laurels from investors, even amid the broad stock sell-off over the last week, suggesting that the kind of indiscriminate selling seen the last time in apparent devaluation of Chinese yuan spooks global markets is far from intimate. High-flexing stocks like Chipotle Mexican Grill, Starbucks, and semiconductor equipment maker KLA Corp are all up 8% or more so far in the third quarter after the company's posted strong earnings and forecast extending rally. Check this out, man. I'm going to tell you all this. Any company that United States company, when, when, when you start, okay, so when you deal with, inc- when you, okay, like how far should I go back? Let's go back to a monetary policy, the Federal Reserve and United States, uh, whatever. So um, being that the, the quantitative easing, Quantitative ease, and this is some psychological stuff, and I'm, maybe I'll break it down a little bit, and then I'm going to move on because I'm about, I'm about to digress just a second. The, the psychological implications of quantitative easing, what are you talking about? So, Okay, so quantitative easing, we know, we all know that there has been cash injected into the system. We all know that. We all know that the banks were bailed out. We all know that you know a lot of these bankers got bonuses, and we all know that, you know, that there's more money in the system. We see more, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of YouTube channels popping up with these people with supercars and super luxury cars and stuff. And I've seen a lot, man, there's a lot of money out there is what I'm saying. People are getting money, but there's a lot of people who aren't getting money. So what it is is the top is getting more money than the bottom. And the gap between the top and the bottom is getting larger and larger. And what happens in an economy, in a, in a society, how about that? When the economy, when the economic conditions of society start showing the gap between the haves and the have-nots getting larger and larger, you have a rise in nationalism and you have a rise in socialism. And it's all due to monetary policy. And you can look this up. Don't take anything that I'm saying as face value. But monetary policy, look, man, look, they got all this stuff figured out. They've had this stuff figured out. They've had you figured out, your emotions, what you will and will not do given certain circumstances, especially economic. Um, they understand that money moves through the system, quote, system, or through an economy, let's say that, um, in the same way that energy does and a cur- or a currency. That's why they have a lot of this stuff or water, and they do economic shocks to test the system, and they know exactly how you do your dance and what you can and cannot tolerate. All right, so they got the, we got this rise in nationalism popping off, and we got this rise in socialism popping off. And do you see this gap between the haves and the have-nots? That is a direct correlation, directly cause and effect. I'm telling you, if you look at stuff from a natural principle standpoint, it's kind of easy to decipher this stuff. It really is. So obviously, to me, this stuff is being done on purpose. They raised the interest rates during um, economic uncertainty, which they said wasn't uncertain. And then we got this stuff going on with the trade wars and stuff. Now they're going to have to lower the interest rates. And they're messing with the economy, bottom line. And why are they messing? Well, to what end? To what end? Historically, the Fed predictions and what they predict as far as economic growth and so on and so forth, they historically suck. They're terrible at their job. And there's really, really, really smart people at the Fed. So I don't know. Um, are they tripping? Are they looking at the economy in the wrong way? So they're getting bad. And I don't know what it is. But either way, um, you can see a correlation between this stuff. And uh, when you have nationalism and borders closing and international trade that's, that is shrinking, 
the companies that are of that country that provide goods and services within the country are obviously going to be valued higher. You know, if you have a, a company that's, you know, if I can't get jeans from China or India or Bangladesh anymore, and there's a, there's, um, or there's, um, it's way more expensive for me to get those jeans from India and Bangladesh now than it would be to get American jeans. Obviously, the American companies are going to make more money because they're going to have more domestic sales. So the valuations of their companies and corporations and stocks, therefore, are going to rise. Obviously, it's obvious. Um, they're going to do – they did this article not, and didn't describe that standpoint, and that's why I digressed. Because these fools want, want you to believe that this market stuff and all this stuff is not predictable and you can't really tell. And I'm a guru, and I know super stuff, and I'm a genius. If I can figure it out, it's – I mean, if you sit back and look at anything long enough, you're going you're gonna to peep game. So, there, yeah, the silver lining to the U.S. market sell-off, is anything heavily depending on any trade with China is going to sell off. Think about it. And anything that is independent or isn't heavily dependent on China is probably going to be, you know, get higher in value because the trade, the tariffs on these goods are going to make the goods so much more expensive that now these overpriced, uh, cheap American goods, you know, cannot compete. And, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Get a, go get a Dodge car and see if it lasts you 15 years. But get a Toyota and see if that lasts you 25 years, or a Lexus or something like that. I mean, and it's planned obsolescence. What they do is they don't want to sell you a product that lasts 20 years because after a while they're going to run out of customers. So they sell you a product that doesn't last that long, but long enough for you not to complain about it breaking down. And it's all psychological. Y'all need to look up Edward Bernays, who was Sigmund Freud's nephew, and, and the influence that he had on um, the consumer and consumerism. Edward Bernays. Check him out and check out his work. Evil genius is what I'm telling you. So, yeah, yeah, there's a silver lining. Uh, yeah, whatever. Walgreens to close 200 U.S. stores. CNBC. Retail apocalypse is what I'm telling you. Walgreens plans to shutter 200 stores in the United States as the company pars back its locations in the U.K. This is what the company said Tuesday. Parent company Walgreens Boots Alliance earlier this year announced plans to shutter 200 stores in the U.K., and review its U.S. footprint. The new store closures represent less than 3% of its 10,000 locations in the U.S., Walgreens said in a statement, adding that it anticipates minimal disruption to customers and patients. It said in it, it anticipates retaining the majority of its core employees in other nearby locations. Walgreens said it hopes to save $1.5 billion in annual expenses by fiscal 2022 in what it's calling the Transformational Cost Management Program. Walgreens expects to record a $1.9 billion to $2.4 billion earnings hit related to real estate, severance, and other costs, it said in a regulatory filing. It losing over 200 stores. It goes down. And last but not least, y'all know what I'm talking about. Gold hits a six-year peak as trade jitters spark safe haven rush. Gold prices jumped more than 2% on Wednesday, today, to their highest in more than six years as a trade war between China and the United States showed no signs of abating, spurring investors to seek refuge in safe haven assets. Spot gold was up 2.4%. Check this out. to $1,508.80 an ounce. 
its highest since 2013. U.S. gold futures climbed 2.5% to $1,520.20 an ounce. Trade wars are the catalyst for the latest gain. Increasingly fiery rhetoric out of Washington and Beijing is fueling worries that the conflict will amount to a longer-term headwind for global growth. This is, man, how you say this? Man, I'm going to butcher it's I-L-Y-A is the first name. Ilya Spivak, Spivak, Senior Currency Strategist with Daily FX. So silver is up to $17.17 right now I'm looking at it. As of now, gold has pulled back a little bit from $1,508.80 to $1,502.80. So it's down a little six dollars since this hit. Look, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I checked. I, you know, I've been busy. I'm actually out of town right now. Um, currently in Georgia. Uh, and I, you know, I've been busy. I haven't been in my normal, you know, habitat. <laughs> and you know, I haven't been doing my normal things. So I checked out gold and silver today, and I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, my holdings, my family holdings, you know, it just took a significant uh, increase. And, um, you know, I know it's not going to do anything between now and next week. And when I'm able to, I'm going to take um, some profits and move around, shuffle, shuffle some stuff around. But, you know, I mean, Silver was at like sixteen bucks for a minute. Yeah, I, I was buying silver when it was eleven bucks, twelve bucks, thirteen dollars, and I, you know, gold, same thing. It was pretty low, and you now it's pretty high. And look, uh, I recently made an investment on behalf of my family estate in gold, right before these prices spiked. And oh, am I enjoying the situation right now? I'm serious, you know. Uh, the stacker in me or whatever, the real money in me is like patting myself on the back right now because the holdings went up a lot, a lot, a lot. And look, okay, so a 2 $3 move don't really mean too much if you got like five, you know, let's say, you know, you got some stock and the stock goes up 2 $3. If you got 10 stocks, whatever, you know, you made 20 30 bucks. But if you got 100 500 a 1000 15, 2, 3, 5,000 stocks, man. You just made a whole bunch of bread, fam. So on, on the silver alone, family, my goodness. I'm very happy. Those of you who listen and know what I'm talking about, I know y'all are happy too. Um, even though, you know, this stuff looks like it doesn't look good. The, the, the geopolitical situation does not look good, but my geopolitical indicator has been uh, dormant as of like last week or two. So this new news, this new stuff going on with China, all this stuff, it hasn't even affected it. So geo, geopolitically, I think, you know, we're, we're in kind of like limbo. But as far as economically, man, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. We're in the correction. We're in the gold reset. Um, uh, companies, I almost said corporations, but I could have been telling the truth, are resetting their currencies to gold as we speak. It's happening right now. I'm telling you. It's happening right now. And I don't know. I think I think it's huge. 
it's huge. So, you know, those who are were prepared, those who know what's up, you know, you're very happy right now. Those who are prepared, you know, y'all haven't got your hands on gold and silver. You haven't been priority, prioritizing putting, getting your hands on gold and silver. It's not too late. Um, dollar cost average, what that means is figure out what your budget is and what you can afford every week or every month with regards to gold and do it. Every week, every month, no matter what the price does, you take the same amount of money and grab gold or silver every week or every month. It's called dollar cost averaging. This stuff builds up. Carrot bars. It's a good. It's a good way right now to get your hands on small amounts of gold. As gold increases in price, as it gets more and more expensive, it's not going down, y'all. It's going to keep getting more and more expensive. Same thing with silver, but gold specifically. As gold increases in price, um, it's going to get more and more prohibitive for, for people to get their hands on. So, you know, a program like Carabars is great to get your hands on small amounts of gold, you know, and dollar cost average and slowly but surely build up your, your, your you know, your, your stack, your gold stack, your silver stack. But, you know, look. I've been dealing with carrot bars for several years now. I got a lot of those things. And, you know, even back in the day, people were like, oh, they're they're overpriced. Uh, but they got a contract with a new mine now. So people can't even say that no more. You can't. They're, they're a value, at least, the, you know, the new gold that they're selling, which is the same quality and stuff. It's just coming from a different mine. Um, even with they're saying, oh, it's overpriced when you, from the old mine, right now it don't matter if it was overpriced at that time. Because I'm still looking at games, and that's the thing. We save in gold and silver. We know what real money is. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, yeah, I best in gold and silver. I don't. But I do enjoy the games where they're nominal. The currency's going down, so they're nominal games. Either way, we save in gold and silver, and the benefits are worth their weight in gold. You know what I mean? (laughs) Not to be, you know cliche or nothing like that, but I mean, I'm serious, y'all. I'm serious. It's going to be prohibitive. And then when the when these countries, when the Fed or the Treasury or, you know, Congress, when they revalue the, the, the monetary system, the currency to gold, and your wealth, pretty much overnight, your wealth triples, quadruples, quadruples, you're going to thank you. You're gonna think like, oh, you're gonna be so glad that you listened to what I was saying about just save your money and gold. You're supposed to save. Just when you save, just save in gold and silver. If you want to get hooked up with Carrot Bars because it's invite only, of course, um, email me admin at welcometothefoundation.com. I send you a link. Um, you can sign up to be a customer. It doesn't cost you a dime. Um, if you want to be an affiliate and you know refer people and, and look at it as a a second stream of income, a, a second business, or something like that, I highly suggest it. Highly suggest it. It's a very rewarding business platform. Um, you're really helping people out, it's, and um, they're getting gold. They're not getting Tupperware or, you know, some sort of lotion that you ain't going to use after three months. Like, the product is gold. It's actual gold. It's shipped securely. It's private. Um, and I'll explain how, you know, how it's private. Um, but, you know, if you're interested, email me. Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. So on and so forth. 24 days, trustee training. Man, it's a rap rhythm. That's what I want to say. We got 24 days from today before we're going to close the door on the trustee training for the foundation. And um, 
you know, y'all, y'all should hit me up. We're getting to the wire, and I'm going to make it a point to ignore anyone who comes in late and tries to say, hey, can I still get in? You know, damn well you're late. You know you're late. Don't try to play with my intelligence. So, you know, if you think you're not going to make it, you should probably hit me up and get in contact with me and let's dialogue before the deadline. So maybe we can work something out between, you know, the foundation and you or your estate for after the deadline so you can still partake in, you know, trustee training. Um, Trust administration, you know, we teach business trust administration, asset protection trust administration, as well as family trust administration specifically. Um, proprietary. And uh, we also throw in, you know, private family foundation training, you know, two trustees who've gone through the curriculum, which is a 501c3 tax exempt entity, but it's private. It's created by a contract. Same way our trusts are. The same found Rockefeller Foundation, Carnegie Foundation. This is structured in the same way. We use the same entities the elites use. We're doing the same dance. Maybe on a smaller scale, but we're doing the same exact dance. Endowments, private placement accounts, founder stock, uh, business credit, LLCs, corporations, all that stuff, including trustee training. So email us, admin at welcome to the foundation.com if you're interested in trustee training. If not, it's cool. I still love you. You know what I'm saying? Still love you. Let's go. I'm sorry, man. Current events. Look, that stuff was crazy, wasn't it? It's crazy. It's going down. I told you it was going down. We all know it's going down. So the thing of it is, is no one can predict exactly, you know, when stuff, you know, the proverbial excrement is actually going to hit the fan. And it's definitely a concern. Definitely a concern. And, you know, it should be. I think, you know, it definitely should be. Because, you know, we're talking about families. We're talking about people that we love. You know, I'm very concerned, you know, when it comes to um, looking down at, well, you know, one of my children, you know, like my daughter, for instance, looking down at my daughter and, you know, being in any way, shape, or form concerned about how I'm going to feed her. You know what I mean? And she has no idea. You know, she, you know, daddy, and, you know, I've always, you know, done my dance, and she does. She knows nothing different. And she doesn't know about, you know, economies, really, and she doesn't really know about currency. She knows what fiat currency is and stuff. But, you know, she understands the concepts because daddy taught her. Not because, you know, she learned. You know? We all know what that is. But some of the stuff you got to learn on your own. I'm really hoping that, you know, This doesn't negatively affect my family in a way that I can't um, offset, if you understand what I'm saying. There's a recession coming. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, there's, a, there's a currency um, flip, restructuring. I mean, it's got to happen. Um, they got a USD, United States uh, coin, like a uh, coin now. Like kind of like Bitcoin, you know, cryptocurrency or whatever. I'm telling you, man. And if you watch China and how they're doing with the, you know, online payments and their social score and stuff, you come on now. 
If you think it's not connected, you should probably think again. So with that being said, let's get into the show, The Five Benefits Trust. Now, obviously, I am not a professional. I'm not having no public certifications or licenses. I am not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an accountant. I'm not an enrolled agent. I'm not a sheriff. I'm not a deputy. I am not uh, a city worker. I don't, I don't write tickets. I work for the Internal Revenue Service. I'm not a United States representative. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just kicking it, you know, what I know, what I've been through, what I've experienced uh, for your information and education. Uh, the foundation is a uh, educational, unincorporated organization. Informational and educational. I'm executing the contract. I'm on the contract. So, you know, just want to let y'all know. Let y'all know. Man, I'm not. Hey, my my experience. Just gotta tell you what I did. It doesn't guarantee that you're gonna have the same experience. You can do the exact same. It is what it is. So I just want that disclaimer. So these are my five. My in my opinion, you know, someone was like, "Yo, so." What is what do you in your opinion? What is the five benefits of trust? Just off the top of your head, these are the five ones that I would come up off the top, off the top of my head because I, that's the question I ask myself, <laughs> you know, to do this show. So, and you know, um, you know, at the end of the show, I'm gonna do question and answer, you know, comment, so on and so forth. You know, uh, I'm really interested in hearing what you think are the five benefits to trust, like what, what or what's your main benefit. You know, or what are your main two benefits? Or what are, what are your two main reasons why you are interested in administering your estate through trust? I think it's important. I think, you know, hey, I think it's very important. All right. So let's get with, let's get with it. Number one, y'all know what I'm going to say. Five benefits to administering trust. You know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying? Privacy. Privacy. Number one benefit to number one benefit of trust, in my opinion, foundation here on high frequency radio network is privacy. You can do business straight through a trust. You can collect payments in the name of the trust. You can contract in the name of the trust. Sign on behalf of the trust. Your your signature can be illegible, which means I don't know I don't know what name that is. And you can just qualify your signature as a trustee which is directly after or under your signature. You got to put trustee or T-T-E-E. And it is a private mode of doing business. Off topic, Jewel, you know, I got a lot of people emailing me and stuff, talking about, you know, open a bank, doing business, open a bank account and whatnot. Without the social, all right. Now, I ain't no guru or none of that. But I, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do my best. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna point y'all. In, I'm gonna try to point y'all in a, in, a, in the right direction. All right. And that direction is non-interest bearing account. 
because uh, the payment of interest is it not a benefit? So um, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, I'm still. You know, hey, I, I, you know, I'm still learning. I, I could be. Uh, I could be out of my mind right now. So you know, minister in charge. You want to be private and stuff. You want to, uh, you know, make make a case for not, um, you know, giving up the social. Furnishing a social security number, you should holler at a non-interest bearing account. Look, in, look into it. Look into a non-interest bearing account. Checking accounts, savings account. They just, you know, non-interest bearing, man. I don't know, man. I, you know, hey, I could be tripping. I probably just lost my mind and, you know, just spoke some googly gob. You know, don't mind me. But yeah, privacy, man. Number one benefit of doing business through trust is privacy. Um, you, you, if I'm, if I'm driving down the road and I cut you off, right? Cause I, I drive aggressive and people think I cut them off. I didn't really cut you off, but I mean, cutting someone off is relative. And if you feel like I cut you off, I apologize. I didn't mean to, you know, I don't mean to scare people. If you were scared, I don't mean to have your heart jump. I don't mean to, I just be doing my dance. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm whipping the whip. And, you know, I could be whipping the whip behind somebody and they're driving slow. I don't like it. It's two lanes and stuff. And, you know, here's what happens to me every time. You got a car in the right lane and then you got a car in the left lane and they damn near neck and neck or they just in front of or behind each other. And I can't pass them. Man, look, if you drive like that, shame on you. Shame on you. I hope you stub your toe and your whole toenail fall off. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. It is courtesy to give, if you're going to drive in the other lane and there's a car next to you, it's courtesy to give at least two car lengths distance so let people pass around y'all slow fools, man. Anyways, if I'm whipping the whip and you feel like I cut you off and you write down my plate and you go down to the DMV and you pull up the registration, you're going to find a trust is what you're going to find. You're going to find any personal name. You're going to find some random Numbers and letters, trust. H N I C one, whip, trust. H N I C two, whippery, trust. I do what I want. Privacy. That's that's look. Privacy. Uh, same thing with your property, your house. You know, I can go on county websites and pull up your property and know your name and when you bought the house, what you paid for it, all that stuff, know exactly who you are, look you up on Facebook, know, and then, you know what I'm saying, use a little app, make myself look like a girl, and then catfish you, come in and rob the mess out you, bro. Privacy, man. You title your house in the private trust? Catfish me, homie. When she come, come holler at me, man. Come find me. It's private. Creditors, litigators, they they running your social looking for accounts. Oops, what'd you find? You didn't find nothing. So if you you know you try to come at the trust, good luck. Especially the way it's administered. You know, I go go through heavy, heavy procedures to ensure that the administration is on, on top. 
privacy. Number two, wealth preservation. It preserve, it preserve, uh, trust per help preserve your wealth. And when you administer trust, when you become a trustee and you get into that fiduciary capacity and you start thinking from the standpoint of a trustee and you properly administer trust, you will begin to accumulate and preserve wealth. Hands down. That's what happens. Automatic. It's automatic. Just take take the indenture seriously. Take the, the position seriously. Administer the, the entity's property properly, even if you start with zero in your trust that you're administering. Even if you start with zero, you will begin to create Grow and preserve wealth. Wealth is a preservation. It allows you to pass on um, a lifestyle. How about that? Bottom line, that's what that's what, it allows you to pass on your the lifestyle that you're living to your heirs. That's what wealth is, and the best way to do that is through a trust. It preserves your wealth from inheritance tax, death tax, probate tax, generation skipping taxes, because the trust never dies. The successors merely come on as trustees and administer the trust. You don't change the bank account. It's still the same bank account. It's still the same brokerage account. It's all still the same. We don't have to change the bills. We don't have to to do none of that stuff. It's all the same. And a trust is going to preserve your wealth. Preserve your assets, which is a part of your wealth. Number three. Trust to protect assets. Speaking of assets. Um, I'm whipping the whip. I'm whipping the whippery, right? I'm whipping down the street, right? You're whipping down the street next to me. We're both in the same car. Well, similar cars. Same type of vehicle. We're both in cars. We both have insurance. Both, let's say we both have uh, full coverage insurance. And, you know, I don't know, we're racing or something like that, right? And you can't drive as well as I can. So we come to a stoplight. We have to stop real quick. And this other car stops short in front of you. And you hit the other car, right? And that car moves forward and hits someone in the crosswalk and stuff. So you got damage to the car. And the person inside the car, they got whiplash. They're hurt. And then the person in the crosswalk is really hurt, too. And let's say, you know, all of those bills exceed the amount that pays out of your insurance. Oops. If your vehicle is titled in your name, the insurance is in your name, and that happens to you, and the bills of, you know, the health bills, and maybe even the civil suit, the, the, the amount, the, the judgment 
that was won against you due to the accident exceeds the insurance policy. So insurance, we pay out $250,000 according to the contract. If you reach a contract that you signed when you got insurance, it'll say the same thing that we I just told you. So I'm sorry, sir, I can't help you. Oh, man, you're crushed. You're devastated. What? You never heard about that. You didn't anticipate that. They said you owe $500,000 from that accident and all those people's injuries. And the insurance is only going to pay $250,000? Oh, man. Well, if you got a house, oops. If you got a car, another car, oops. Anything that you own can be attached. Same situation, me, but it's in a trust. And the trust has the insurance policy and has title to the vehicle. I'm actually um, executing trust duties. And, you know, you can go so far as to claim that it was negligent um, operation of the car on my behalf. But, you know, it's, it's a private contract and the trust indemnified. Same thing, $500,000. Same thing, $250,000 insurance policy. $250,000 left over. Well, in this situation, they're not coming at my personal assets, baby. Can't touch it. Cannot touch it. My house, my car, my other house, my, my apartment building, none, none of it. Can't touch none of it. Why? Because you can only go, because I was acting in my fiduciary capacity, the trust is responsible, and you can only reach and touch the assets of the trust. Can't reach outside the trust and get anything else. So all my other assets are protected because that vehicle and that insurance policy was in trust. I'm telling you. Number four. Number four is allowable expenses. <laughs> um, allowable expenses. And I know you're like, so what do you mean? We mean allowable expenses is a benefit to the trust. I mean, it is, though. I'm serious. And, I, you know, obviously, I'm not giving legal advice. Get, get off me. Get off me. I'm not giving legal advice. But, you know, and obviously, you know, I'm talking about a contractual trust that does not owe its existence to legislation. Therefore, it is not governed by legislation. So when I say trust, that's what I'm talking about as far as I'm concerned that's the only real trust that needs to be spoken of and, and you know with me by me in my presence what have you so expenses are allowable expenses are determined according to the contract itself the trust indenture itself there's really no outside control over what is an ex- what the trust deems an expense to the trust and what the trust deems not an expense to the trust. Now, you can go crazy if you want. I'm not giving legal advice. I ain't telling you to do nothing. I'm just telling you what I, what I see as the fourth main benefit of trust. So with the statutory trust, let's say a grantor's trust, 
which owes its existence to legislation, so therefore it, the trust is governed by legislation. Uh, a statute within your state can say that a certain thing is not an expense to the trust and can never be expensed to the trust. It would have to be expensed by the grantor or taxed to the grantor, whereas when you're dealing with a private contractual entity that does not owe its existence to legislation of any state, any impairment of that contract with regards to what is and is not an expense could be considered a issue when it, that comes with the constitutional protection against states passing laws and parent contracts. And if you don't make the claim, the right and remedy does not exist. So if they come at you and like, oh, your trust, blah, 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 and you don't say, well, it's actually a contractual trust, so the state really, from what I understand, doesn't have any real jurisdiction over the trust. So, um, you know, could you kind of show me where you have jurisdiction over this trust to say that, to require the trust to do this? If you don't stand on that, if you don't say that, then you might as well have a statutory trust. You could pay $10,000. Pay some guru ten thousand dollars to get the illest trust ever introduced to man. If you don't stand on the rights and protections as a trustee, they don't exist. They do not exist. And I'm very clear about that. I'm very clear about that within trustee training. Because I feel like So L, the name So L is on the on the line. The name the foundation is on the line. And more importantly, the name high frequency is on the line. You can have the illest trust on the planet. Administer it wrong. Administer it incorrectly. And see how it go down. So allowable expenses. According to the contract, the contract makes the law. And if the contract says this is an expense to the trust, it's an expense to the trust. I can produce authority Stating that it, this is an allowable expense to this trust. Sir, can you produce a higher authority that says that this is not? I'll wait 10 days and then consider your non response. Acquiescence to the fact that you have no higher authority. Therefore, you can go kick rocks, player. Kick rocks. If you don't stand on it, it doesn't exist. If you don't stand on it, it doesn't exist. If it if you don't stand on it, it does not exist. Hands down, player. And number five, man, we're coming up on ten minutes left in the broadcast. If you are listening online. You will want to call in if you want to check out the rest of the show. The call in number is 424-222-5250. In about 10 minutes, you will be disconnected. And if you want to check out the rest of the show, you will have to check out the archive. Or read. What was I on? Liable expenses? Man, liable expenses. I hope y'all paying attention when I, man, I be saying, I be, I, mean, I had a, oh, man, I'm 
man, who I was talking to, I don't remember. It was a consultation. Was it a trustee? I don't remember. It was probably a consultation. And they were like, man, you can hear, you can almost hear what you're not saying on your shows. <laughs> and you know what? I appreciate that because that's exactly what I'd be trying to do. I'd be trying to say so much without saying too much. I'd be trying to, you know, if y'all listen, read between lines and listen to what I'm saying. And just listen to what I'm saying. Man, you'll get, man. And a lot of you be like, oh, I can just listen to Soul and do my own dance. I don't need trusty training. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. Because you have no idea what I don't say on the air. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know, Blair. Okay, number five, number five. Back to mitigation. Perfect example. I love this example. Me and you, you're doing business. You got an LLC. You say you got an LLC. You're, you're, you are the majority member, you know what I'm saying, or the, the only member of the LLC, right? And you pay yourself. You know, you make money, and then you expense what you can, and the rest you got to pay yourself, okay? So self-employment taxes. There you go. You have to pay self-employment taxes. There's other types of taxes according, but I'm just going to focus strictly on self-employment taxes. I am not an attorney. I'm not an accountant. I did not give legal advice. I don't give tax advice. I don't do none of them dances. I'm spoken specifically on self-employment taxes. In that specific situation, you're the owner of your corporation, and you pay yourself a salary or a wage. You're required to pay self-employment taxes. You might even be payroll taxes. I'm specifically knowing about self-employment taxes. Same scenario, but it's me. I administer a corporation. Check it out. See that? Uh, the majority shareholder of the corporation is a trust. And I do not pay myself a wage or salary from the corporation. I simply, as an administrator and a trustee, pass all of the profits to the shareholder, which is a trust, and distribute certain proceeds from the trust to me because I'm holding trust capital units. Now, is this wages? Or is this passive income or incomes off investments? And y'all, can y'all, do you, any of y'all know the difference in tax laws with regards to wages or income received by uh, an employee, quote, versus passive income or distribution income received? To a capital unit holder? Check it out. Two completely different situations. One has to deal with self-employment tax. The latter does not. I'm not giving legal advice, tax advice, education. I experience. One, self-employment taxes. The other does not. Same money, same profits, same business, same products, services, same everything, different structure, different taxation, tax mitigation. Are you going to pay, any, are you going to pay zero taxes with trust? I don't know. It depends on how you run your estate. More often than not, probably not. You'll probably look at reducing your taxes to, you know, 10, 5, sometimes 3% from wherever they're at now through proper structure. 
legally, legally, 100% legally. And the key of it is trust make the law. The contract is the law when you're dealing with a contractual entity, contract trust with proper jurisdictions invoked, whereas statutes make the law with public or statutory trust or those contract trusts that come under statutory jurisdiction by way of minimum contacts or proper administration. I'm sorry, improper administration. Or you could probably have a private contractual entity with the wrong jurisdictions invoked or substantially missing certain points which would bring it under statutory law in those actual specific areas. So those are my top five. We got privacy at number one. We have wealth preservation for number two. We have asset protection for number three. We have allowable expenses for number four. And we have tax mitigation for number five. Bonus round. Reunification of the family unit for number six. Uh, Instead of, you know, going to probate, you know, I passed away and, you know, my estate is partitioned up to each one of my heirs and they each go on their own way. Long my heirs simply come on as successor trustees and they administer the trust according to the contract indenture that daddy wrote. But what I want is in writing. I don't have to argue over what daddy said or what daddy wanted. He wrote it down and he taught us how to administer this trust. So let's work together. We got access and control over all this money and all these assets. Let's work together and do what Daddy wanted us to do. Reunification of the family unit, which I consider number one, but y'all wouldn't rock with me on that because most of y'all are all, tra- all trying to be either private or trying to, you know, you know, avoid taxes. I ain't gonna say the other word, but avoid, you know, taxes and stuff. And I get you, you know, give the people what they want. I love y'all, so y'all gonna get what you want. But I'm gonna slide in. I'm gonna slide it. You know, I'm gonna slide it in there. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna slide it in there whenever I can. <laughs> you, you know, y'all deserve. It. Y'all deserve it. So it reunifies the, te- the family unit. You have to work together and have you know access to this estate. Not one of us own it. Um, you know, Dad did write down. He wrote down who he wanted to live or you know take care of each property. So you know, we can amend the contract and do what we want. But we still got these properties And he wrote in there unequivocally that we can't sell them And he clouded the titles Because he's smart So if we want to sell them it's going to cost a lot of money And he's going to haunt us because he had a powerful spirit And I ain't trying to mess with that Reunification of the family unit Reunification Of the family unit Your heirs 
and each generation will be less and less dependent on government, less and less dependent on the state, less and less dependent on public schools and, and public loans and public education. Why? Because you have this vast estate, private knowledge, private wealth. Your heirs will not have to go to the bank to get a loan, to get a house, or to get a vehicle. They'll go to the private family trustee and get a very nice, very nice loan at a very nice rate from the family, guaranteed because of their bloodline and their education. Reunification of the family unit. I love y'all. I want y'all to get this. Um, I really do. Things are starting to change. The world's changing. Um, the foundation is changing. So the seeker, seeker of truth is changing. You know, no, nothing stays the same forever. And, uh, you know, there's going to be people who are listening to this in the future who are going to be like, damn, I missed it. But I trust that there will be people after me you know, who can, you know, try to fill these shoes, you know what I'm saying, they'd be pancaking toes. Pancaking. We need pancakers out here. We need to work together. And we need to come together. And, you know, that's what the foundation is all about. Coming together and working together. In order to do that, we need to be on equal footing. We need to be each and all structured properly in order to take advantage of all the situations that come our way. And, you know, this is very important to me. It's part of the mission of the foundation. And, yeah, those are the five. Five, once again, privacy for number one, wealth preservation, number two, asset protection, number three, allowable expenses, number four, tax mitigation, number five, and reunification of the family unit, number six. Ah, crept that in on you. Crept it. Crept it by my with that being said, we got one minute, 30 seconds left. Broadcast 424-222-5250. Otherwise, check out the archive. I love y'all. appreciate y'all. I want to give a special shout-out to ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, Chicago, Illinois, Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, and check this out, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Shout-out to those. They were the top cities. Um for uh, you know, signing up for the email list, man, crazy, absolutely crazy. Minneapolis, Minnesota, you gotta love it, right? First time for everything. But yeah, special shout out to y'all, man. ATL, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, H2, and Minneapolis, Minnesota. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, so I'm gonna go to the phone lines, man. I'm going to go to the phone lines Highlight my people Highlight my people I want to highlight Brian I hope Brian is on man. My guy guy um, So yeah I'm going to go to the phone lines uh, I can press one I got a question or a comment um, You want to tell me what you think Is a heavy benefit of trust I'm very interested I'm not an authority I'm just a guy who really likes to study And uh, reads a lot and likes to share what he reads and learns and his experiences and stuff. So, you know, I'm always learning. I'm learning from people. I'm learning from children. I'm learning from dogs. I'm learning from clients. I'm always done learning. And I think it's important to continue to learn, man. So, I'm, you know, you know I, can, I can always learn something from y'all. 
So I'm, be, I'm very interested. Uh, yeah, phone lines. Holla at your guala. I had a friend, <laughs> had a friend back in the day used to say that all the time. Holla at your guala. I still don't know what a guala is, man. Two one four, two three seven five. Two one four, two three seven five. Peace. Which name were you calling from? Stay on here. Calling from Texas. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Education. You're gonna be handling money. You're gonna be handling accounts and investments. So you want to learn as much as you can about investing. You want to learn a bunch as you can about finance, uh, banking, interest rates. Uh, you know, and you know some law. You're gonna study law with regards to trust. You're gonna study the Internal Revenue Code with regards to trust, ideally. And you know you're gonna understand maybe some international laws, international treaties and stuff. So yeah, I mean you're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna learn a lot. Absolutely. I think education is, is definitely a benefit of trust. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I did have uh, two or seven shows. Definitely speak my piece. I was in Houston, both got on the top register for your email list. I feel like we should have more Texans calling in rapping. <laughs> yeah, I know you know what comes to represent. Family out here. Calling in and adding to the foundation, man. Education, that was a good one. Um, okay, well, speak to the guys, man. Talk to you soon. Yep. Peace, peace. Education, definitely a benefit of trust. Wow. How did I miss that? That's why I got the fan. That's why I got y'all. Appreciate you, man. They don't take 929-6423. Peace. What's your name are you calling for? Yo, my name is Yoga. And I'm online. I love the, I love the movement. I need help though. I need real help, real time help. All right, I'm kind of hurt. Can you hear me? Yeah, All right, go back. Kind of help me. All right, so I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a situation right now where I really need to bond the case. Can I do it from a trust? Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can bond the case. You can, the trust can put in a bond on behalf of uh, on behalf of anybody really that it wants to. Um, now, is that is, are they gonna see the value in that bond? Is another question. You know what I mean? So, so I know, what, are you, what what are you gonna base the um, base the value of that bond upon? the trust 
Well, since all property is in the trust, is it because of the privacy screening that nothing could be seen? Like my assets? Say it again? I said, is it because of the privacy screening that they can't really see my assets and what I'm backed by? Well, I don't know. I mean, usually with the bond, you know, uh, there's going to be a description or some sort of description attached that describes, um, you know, where the the value of the bond is being drawn from. Okay. So, you know. So, and and that would just uh, alliterate and it could be cross-referenced to the the index that they um, value statutory fines for. Yeah, see, that's that's what I don't know. Um, I'm not I'm not familiar with their system and how they reference or anything like that, so I can't really speak to that. So I can I mean, make you, some shit. You really you really need to get get with Yusuf L because this is this is Yusuf L's land. I've been trying. Really my land. I've been I've been trying. I've been I've been studying so hard, but like still, I can use that that North Star in the sky type shit to be like. Oh yeah, it makes so much sense, but still, like, like I, the pen to the paper is not like a ready scribe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't draw no habeas corpus or toilet paper yet. So I really, if you could get me in contact <laughs> with this man, the legend Yusuf L, like, yo, I'll be super grateful. Uh. Man, I mean, we on the air too. Okay, look. Uh, All right, so I know he be, this he be saying high frequency high frequency blog talk at gmail dot com. I've heard him give that All out right. before, so I'm so I'm gonna give it out. High frequency blog talk at gmail dot com. All right, bet. All right, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot him a little correspondence. We about to do something. Right, actually, I think we about to. I think we about to record something. Me and Yusuf. He got. He about to put me on camera. And y'all know I oh, be on camera, but yeah, Yusuf about to. Yeah, he about I to mean, put me on camera. So public speaking is about to your, do your strong suit. I, I'm with I mean, it. I'm good. I, I, I want to learn for private. And I, you know, honestly, man, like no, I respect no it. funny business. No, and no ego. I, I, you know, I look a certain way, and I get a lot of attention from how I look and stuff. And I don't really, I'm not really on yeah. it like that. I just want to teach. I'm, I'm, I've been really, I've been really spiritual. So like, also my inspiration is spiritual. But like, I, I have a good grasp on what is inherent, in inherent, or like an inheritance of us. And when when Yusuf was like, man, we dishonor in our heritage by the way we act in like debtors, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, <laughs> like yo, everything he, he say just ring a bell from like reading like Leviticus and how how the Jewish law treated you know like owing someone with honor and whatnot and just moving accordingly to the God that made you. So yeah, I, 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 I can mean, understand that's what it's all how about. You, like you would when you go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you you, you was gonna. But like, yeah, I can understand how like like you can attract so so much positive energy from the way you carry yourself, and even like like in my current situation, like I carry myself with a certain prestige. But like, 
I don't got, like, a thing to my name. Like, I'm trying to get this shit together. I'm trying to get the information first, like, because I know I can acquire things and, you know, like, have the achievements stacking up. It's just, like, I don't want to move down the wrong path, so, and fuck around, and that's my mistake. That I had with mis- misinformation it was my only mistake. Right, right, right. I mean... I mean, this is all spiritual. I think I say this is 90, 90% spiritual, 10% physical is what I would say. And what you're yeah, saying absolutely. is, I heard you say, you say you hear in the Bible and stuff, like, look, God, you know, natural law is what's called God's law. And if, you, if you're not in, t- in, in line with nature and you're not following nature's law or God's law, you're going to follow man's law. And man's law is heavily predicated upon natural law. Heavily predicated upon God's law And then speaks to And deals with those instances When man Acts outside of God's law Murder, you know, rape Yeah, yeah, I have no Swindle, intent to harm Stuff like that Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't even want to Like, I'll I'll be reading like like, like the higher gospels Because I'm like, I'm an initiate So like, like um, I'm I'm on I'm on with exactly what you Savell talking about. Uh, can you can you can you give me like a pointer real quick? Cause I like, I want to start a trust like tonight. Like <laughs> like I'm about it. Like, I mean, you should email me at admin at welcome to the foundation dot com and um get, ask for information on trustee training. Um, as far as making a trust tonight, foundation.com yeah. Admin, yeah, yo, yeah. Admin. Actually, that, I, I, yo, I thank you Welcome so much. Like, I've read mostly y'all books. I, like, like you know, like I'll be on it. Like, like every everything I got, I got down. I got it. I, it's my study guide. You know, <laughs> it's my sword. It's my shield. It's my, it's my belt of truth. It's everything to me. So I appreciate up, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really resourced the documents, and then y'all made it real. Like. Easy to to access because in actuality, yo, that's one of the only sites I'll be on. And then I got so many. <laughs> All right, so I got so many information from you guys, and I just want to relay my, I guess, uh, excitement and my gratitude. So peace and Appreciate blessings, it, man. Bless up, infinitely. Dang, yo, I'm just I'm just a vessel. All praises due to the Creator and ancestors. But I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and, and thanks for calling in. Yeah, I look yeah. forward to. It. Checking out your email. Yeah, be blessed. I'm gonna send you one real quick. Exactly. All Appreciate right. it, man. How do I hang up? One? Is it... Nah, nah. I just needed your mic, so. But I appreciate you calling in. Um, you don't have to hang up, brother. If you don't, you don't need to. All right, next caller. Wow, look at y'all. Must have been a good show. Was it a good? <laughs> Was it a good show? Y'all like the show? Four six nine four six zero seven. Four six nine four six zero four six zero seven. Peace. What is your name and where are you calling from? <laughs> I'm clowning. Four six nine forty six zero seven. You're live. You're on the air. Your mic's open. What's your name? Where you calling from? Four six nine. Call once. Might have been an accident. All right. Let me go to the next caller. 
you know, sometimes people push one and accent. It's all, it's cool, you know. I, mean, I do it all the time. Pocket dial and stuff. Uh, 615-7943. Area code 615-7943. Peace. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Six one nine. Hold on. That's kind of funny if it's two in a row. Six one nine, can you hear me? Try your mute button. Yeah, I'm concerned. Uh, nine two nine forty fifty six. Peace. What's your name? Are you calling for? Peace, my brother. Sold out. This is Sister Yvette. Kings, queens, communities, pray all is well with the family. To the young man that just called in, you made a statement. You don't have anything. King, you have your integrity, and you have your royalty, my brother. To my kings and queens, 24 days. Now, the thing about it is most of you are probably saying, I don't have the money. I don't have enough left over. You need to hit my man at admin at welcome to the foundation and try to set up something. See, the thing about it is you can't afford not to get into trustee training. So all my fellow trustees, stay on your grind. Keep studying. Yes, it is about education. See, I was always taught as a child. When you want to hide stuff from us, you put it in black and white. We don't want to study. But when you look at what's going on around us now, everything is hidden in black and white. See, kings and queens, we have a lot. We just don't put it into practice. If you can afford to serve the devil, because now we're going to get spiritual. If you can serve the devil and you can go and throw your money away to things that won't benefit you later on down the line, then you've already lost that first battle. If you can't self-examine and know you are more than a conqueror, then you lost the next battle. If you can't speak over yourself and declare and know that you are fearfully, wonderfully made. We are a royal and peculiar people. It was already spoken over us through the ancestors that we are royal. We are a wealthy people. When you look through the history and the nations, they have benefited off of us. We are the real creators. We are the salt of the earth. My brothers, my sisters, kings and queens, we are royalty. But because there's been so much negativity spoken over us, there's been so much negativity thrown at us, our heads hang down low and we can't see the brighter picture. When I said invest in your private education, you invest in your private education. When I say you have your integrity, that's all you got. Your words. Be men and women of your words. Have an 
integrity, our face value, as my brother Coppertone said, face value. See, the thing about it is the time is growing short. I had to make a conscious decision. Do I want to keep running on the edge of the black hole or do I want to be a commercialized stage for the next 30, 40, 50 years? No. Do I want people to abuse me? No. So what did I do? I stopped doing the things I used to do, the things I used to love to do. Now, I went and got my EIN. I started my business. I'm doing the same thing I do for other people. I'm doing it for myself. So if you are driving the truck for other people, get your EIN to drive your truck for yourself. If you cleaning somebody else's house, Get your EIN so you could clean for yourself. See, the thing about it, kings and queens, you're working for everybody else. You don't have enough confidence in yourself. Private education, another thing. When some of you get on the line, that's why my brother said, admin at welcome to the foundation. Everything cannot be on these airwaves. Because, unfortunately, we have some of us, when they mess up and they get in these little situations and you end up in the Article One courts, they listen to these recordings and they use it against you. That's why he keeps letting you all know certain things we can't discuss on the airwaves. Admin at Welcome to the Foundation. Admin at Welcome to the Foundation for the consultation. Admin at Welcome to the Foundation for your private consultation. It's not rocket scientists, kings and queens. Use wisdom. Don't entrap yourself. Don't put yourselves in problems. Give my brother well wishes. Give the other trainees well wishes. Private is just that. It's private. 24 days, the countdown starts. Remember, you have something. you got to put it into practice. My brother, I appreciate you. I adore you. I love you. You are the first of many that you're a man of your word. You tell people exactly how it is. You let them know if you're going to have a bad feeling about a business deal. You let them know if it's not a wise decision that you should go into certain things. You're wise beyond your years. Continue to let the ancestors carry you because you can't give wisdom to fools. The Bible clearly states that our people lack of knowledge and we perish behind it. If you all continue to not get this private education, when the economy crashes, when you listen to the iPods and the podcast three, four, five years later and say, I should have got in, no, could have, would have, should have, but you didn't. Invest in your private education. 24 days, kings and queens. My brother, continue with your anointing. Continue with what you know. Continue what you have to do because the ancestors are carrying you and God has his hand on you. That's why you have favor. Clean hands, clean heart, clean mind. You can never lose because you have the right spirit.
Continue to be blessed, my brother. In the private on Sunday. Trainees, trustees, Sunday. Be blessed, my brother. Peace, kings and queens. Peace, all the communities that are listening. Peace. Thank you, sister. I appreciate and love you, too. All praise is due to the creator and ancestors. You know how it is. But I really appreciate you. And, uh, yes, I will talk to you soon. I'm going to try this 469-4607. One more time, 469-4607. You on mute? You got mute? No? All right, one more time. 615-7943. 615-7943. Peace. No? Yes? Yeah, I'm here, so what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, peace, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, man. Hey, man, it's, uh, it's Jordan, man. It's, uh, it's Jordan, man. I've talked to you in the past, but, uh, I didn't even know that I hit the button, yo. <laughs> uh, oh, well. I'm glad I got to speak to you again. You know, it's good. It's in a minute. Hey, man. How's everything? How's, how's life? Everything good? Yeah, everything good. Uh, I was just listening to Sister Yvette there, and uh, she always keeps it uh, 100 as always. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to hold up no, nobody else from, you know, being able to speak what it is they got on their mind, but I always love and enjoy hearing her speak. You know, she, she definitely puts it out there for us. Uh, but, you know, I kind of caught the end, the end piece of, the, of your show live here, but... Uh, you definitely put down the last couple of months that I did here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I uh, I kept the archive on that man. All right, but, uh, man. I appreciate, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. trustee training and keep it moving forward. Come soon, man. All, All right, now I look forward to. All right, so I appreciate it, man. You move on to the next call. Okay, man, appreciate it, man. Love. Have a good one. Peace. You too. And it sounds like you driving, brother. So, you know, travel safe or traveling or, you know, moving and shaking. I'll, you know, people, yeah, I don't drive. Like, all right, man, I ain't trying to be confrontational. <laughs> Whatever you say there. 718-892. Peace. Hey, hey, peace. So, how you doing? I'm doing well, brother. Darryl, how you doing? I'm all right. Um, yo, you all know right. what a um, you know what you know what the sweet sign is? The sweet science is. What's that? That's boxing. You know, you came in there, you boxed it. You, you know, you came in jabbing, you throw the hook, and you put them on the uppercut. You know, like that. You took them up to a different level. You put the uppercut on them. Um. But um, one thing I want to say, um, you know, sometimes uh-huh. when I can't catch the show, you know, I'll be like feeding for the show. And, um, you know, when I can't get the show, I'm like upset, you know, like if I, you know, I'm working, I can't get to the show, you know. Um, and um, I guess a lot of people, it's going to feel that way. I don't know how many people, you know, actually let you know that. But um, I'm saying why they don't have the words to say, you know. and um. But from there, like, uh, have you ever, like, you know, like, a lot of times when you go to, like, the financial institution, they make you an offer. But have you ever, um, is it possible to go to a financial institution and make them an offer? Is that possible? 
Yeah, it's called a proposal. Yep. Okay. So so what happened? You you come to them and you ask them like, hey, look, I got this. Um, can you do this for me? You know, I mean, like you know, like they want they want your business, they want your money, and um, they, you know, so is it possible? They're like, yo, okay, whatever you you got, we'll work with you. Is that possible? I mean, it's possible. A lot of times, if you're looking for money from a bank, they want collateral. They're gonna want collateral, or they're gonna want to see like good credit and payment history and stuff like that, because they're in the business of mitigating or minimizing risk. So, okay, um, it's possible. It's definitely possible. It happens all the time. So, um, so basically, like I, you said, like I got this, and I want these type of terms with it. So, like you tell them, like the type of terms you want it. Um, is that possible too? I mean, it's possible. It's possible. And depending on okay. you know, if it's a win-win situation, they may or may not go for it. Okay. That's why everything is all right, you know. Yeah, you just keep on hooking at them, and you just keep on jabbing at them, and you just keep on giving that uppercut. That you know what I'm saying? Take them to the next level, you know. Yeah, you know, make them jump for joy. When you hit them with the uppercut, they're gonna jump for joy. Yeah, I, I'm glad I listened to the show. You know. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. I'm, you know, just trying to, just trying to educate, help, help people get up out of the, get up out of the muck and mire. Yo, I, I would told you, um, that the, um, um, the same guy who trained Mark Brilliant and Riddick Bowe, he used to call me Kentucky Fried Chicken, and it took me 20 years, um, to realize that he wasn't making fun of me, um, cause you know what they call Muhammad Ali, right? Uh, well, I mean, they call him a lot of things. Well, well, I mean the good, the good, the good names. Uh huh. Well, they call him um the Louisville Lip, right? Because I used to pop junk like him. Well, I wouldn't say junk, but I used to tell my opponents what I'm gonna do to them, just like he used to do. And um, then from there, like um, at the age of like 15, 16, I was hitting like a heavyweight weighing 147. You know, um, can you imagine that at the age of 15? 16 hitting like a heavyweight and I was weighing 147 I was a welterweight and um and heavyweights used to tell me because I used to fight heavyweights you know they used to, used to work out together and um I'm not tongue twisted right now um I'm glad for that too because sometimes I used to like mark myself you know um took a few hits but I did most of the hitting and um but the point, um, it was one point I wanted to make um, with the boxing. I forgot. But anyway, um, so peace and love. You know, always stay strong. You know, make sure you live long. I'm going to let you take the next call, all right? All right, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. And have a great evening. You're it's always a pleasure, man. Love you, man. Have a great week. I'll talk I to you soon. I love you, too. I, all right, well. Right, family. We will. Peace. Peace. You know what? I'm just gonna wrap it up like that. You know, I'm just gonna let Daryl just bring us out. So, I do want to say thank you. I love y'all. You know, I'm really working hard for y'all. I've been going hard for years, not as long as you, sis. No one can say anything about that, brother. But it's you know, we coming up on like four years now, y'all. Straight up, as So L has been in some way, shape, or form broadcasting 
on High Frequency Radio Network. Four years, that's a long time, man. You know? A lot of things have changed, a lot of things have stayed the same, but more um more realistically, a lot of the things that I, you know, said was gonna happen with regards to, you know, the currency wars and the trade wars and you know, gold and silver, the value is coming to pass. It's starting to happen. And this is the main reason why I started kicking this knowledge. Because I saw what was coming. And I see what's coming and I see what's here. And it's big and it's crazy and it's cantankerous. And, it's, you know, honestly, it's kind of scary. Let's just be real. But it's not anything that we can't get prepared for. It's not anything that we can't suffer through. And get to the other side, you know, stronger. Maybe a little worse for the wear, but stronger. More experienced. Wiser. And more humble. Um, It's going to get tough economic-wise. And it's going to start, you know, really starting to squeeze pretty soon. And I just want y'all to know, man, you know, You know, and you know, look, I reflect a lot. You know, I sit back and you know, I reflect on what I've done and how how I spoke to someone or, you know, did I listen to them when they were talking and you know uh, sometimes, you know, it just it gets tough, man. You know. And um a lot of the things that I do, you know, I just, you know, I know what's coming, man, and I know how I beat myself up, and I'm my own worst critic. And, um, you know, when I when I look out and I see pain or anguish or poverty or whatever in the coming reset or recession or whatever, I want to be able to tell myself that I tried and I tried really hard and I worked really hard to wake people up. So I can make myself feel better About What I see I know what's coming And I want to be able to tell myself I tried And I want to be able to tell myself the truth Because I cannot lie to myself That's why I don't lie to y'all And I'll never lie to y'all Because I'll never lie to myself And you know it's, it's, It's important for me You know, I'm racing to make up sins. And I feel like the more people I can say, you know, maybe the more uh, debits I get to credit and balance out in my life. And I feel like we all get to an age or a point in our lives where we get to reflect in. And I, I, please believe me, I enjoy the present. I'm living a great life, man. But, you know, reflecting on my mistakes keep me humble. And like, I'm not going to let this be one of my mistakes. I'm not going to be like, oh, you never said anything. So you never told anybody. You never tried bullshit. I was out here doing my dance grind. And that's what I want people to be able to say about So L. Like, my man, he was out here working for us. He really cared about us. You can hear it in his voice. You can feel his spirit. And he was really out here doing it for us, man. That's all I want. I really want. I mean, really. And if I can do it, you can do it. 
And I believe in you But nothing lasts forever So with that being said I love y'all Y'all have a great week Enjoy yourself Um, Very important to me that y'all enjoy yourself Very few people enjoy themselves Continue to study Continue to, you know, think positively Continue to, you know Create that positive Future self And future house And future car And future lifestyle And then reach your hand Into the future And pull it as hard as you can Into the present Best way I can describe it But you got this You can do it And I'm here for you, you know I'm definitely here for for you 24 days, yo Admin at WelcomeToTheFoundation.com Holler at me I'll holler back WelcomeToTheFoundation.com Get your, you know There's free information on there Just just read it Download it, take it You can find the social media and stuff I really just We really just post for the shows Honestly Sorry Um, But, you know You can check out the social media Facebook page and whatnot. I like I like y'all Facebook. I like the feedback. I like the likes. You know, lets me know what, what y'all want, what y'all don't. So y'all can check that out. But you know, admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I'll let me surprise Tell me things I can't say on the public airways, and I won't. But you know, until then, y'all, I want you to name ten things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight. I want you to enjoy yourself, kiss your loved ones. Appreciate life, man. Step outside tomorrow morning and take a deep breath and look at the sky and the treetops and listen to the birds chirping. Just, man, just be in the moment. But Soat said so. And I'll catch y'all next week on the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Love y'all. Peace to the guys. High Frequency Radio.